You better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Better tell him, Tina. Tina, you better tell him. Tell him, Tina. Mm. You better tell him, Tina. Tell him, Tina. Girl, you better tell him, Tina. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Tell Him, Tina. Tina, what are we talking about today? How can I want you for myself when I'm already someone's girl? Look, first time that I saw your boy, warm and sunny day. What she said? All I know is I wanted you. I really hope you look my way. And I melted like ice cream in the sun. I could not. Y'all, Chastity thinks she a whole singer. <laughs> Listen, I guess I'll see you next lifetime. Welcome to Tell, it, Tell Em Tina Podcast. I will see you next lifetime. That has sparked something up in me, y'all, that I had to make a topic about. So I will see you next lifetime. So what are we talking about today is sometimes you got to get rid of people in your life that's not supposed to be there. Even when you want them there and you have to go beyond your knees and your, it's not even your knees. I take that back. Your wants because they're not supposed to be there. So today we have my friend Chastity. She is new to my friend circle, but I'm so thankful for her. Chastity, introduce yourself. Hey everybody. How's it going? Uh, Chastity here, like Patina said, um, and Definitely new friends, definitely new friends, something that I had to learn about and, and allow people in my space and in my life and people to pour into me. Um, and I've told Tina this, God knew what I needed uh, when he sent her into my life. And so definitely um, here, happy to be a part of this, ready to get something off my chest, get some talking <laughs> in. Look. Do the Ch- thing. Look, Chess came in and made me feel good. Tell me your IG angle. Where can we find you? You can find me um, at Is That Chastity on Instagram. So. Yeah, y'all, Chastity is dope. Um, we met um, through our friend Tanya. She is teaching this bias training with me. And it's crazy, right? Because God knows what you need when you need it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be with. Um, I don't know if Chastity going to be cool with me because her hair be bouncing and behaving. <laughs> and I look up and she in the video. She in the video and one of the things that we teach. And I'm like, I, I, y'all, I really don't know what's going on. I mean, but it's happened. And I'm thankful for it and I'm grateful for it because I've all, y'all know what I be like. God, I'm through. I'm good with friends. I don't need no new ones. And we're good over here. Mm-hmm. But... What is awesome is that we have established a friendship and I'm so thankful for it. So our topic is know what you need when you need it and know when to get people rid of people when um, you should or when you don't even know you should. So really the topic is is ships. I like to call it ships. Relationships. That's a friendship, uh, situationship, situationship. Mm. Uh, boyfriendship mm-hmm. sistership family ship all the ships right so a question that i have for chastity is what do you think makes any kind of relationship work oh 
starting off strong, starting yeah. off strong. You know, I like to talk in depth. I don't, <laughs> I don't like to play around. Um, for me, I would have to answer that by saying definitely trust and communication is at the top of my list uh, for sure. Um, having somebody that you can really rely on and that's, uh, personally, professionally even, because professional relationships p- play a role as well, right? Um, but being able to trust in in that other person. Um, and communication, man, that, that gets so lost. Yes. It gets so lost in, yes. <laughs> in conversation. Um, Do you think that as women, mm-hmm. we fail at communication because we don't want to be naggers? I think it depends on the woman, to be honest. Uh, Yes and no. So I think some people, some women, I would say, uh, do because they internalize that, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a burden to my boyfriend or my husband or whatever relationship it is that they're in. But then I think there are others, um, like myself, that I kind of put my needs first in that in that situation because I'm always going to communicate how I feel so that you can never say that you didn't know that you were unaware come on communicator yes <laughs> but it becomes redundant and exhausting when your needs aren't getting met and that communication is hitting a wall because it's not bifold yes so I think that when you express your needs and that's in any kind of ship and say I don't like the way you make me feel and they're not trying to make a change to do better, I think that tells you a story to say, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Because they don't care enough to change it to make you feel good, right? So to me, I think that what makes a relationship of any kind work is communication, Mm -hmm. being intentional, Mm. and leading with love. Mm. So if I lead with love, that means that I want to hear you. I want to be better for you. I can take constructive criticism Mm -hmm. and I can grow. Like my ultimate goal for us is to grow. Right. You know? And so I won't say, "Mm, you know, you told me that I don't really, you don't really like the way that um, when we out, I be, you know, wilding out, (laughs) you know, I, I, I stood on the, I stood on the chair in the in the VIP section, I really didn't mean to stand on the chair, but it, something just came over me. It was the song. It's like I, I don't up. like you. I got up. <laughs> I stood up. I just felt good, you know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I need to be mindful. Mm-hmm. If you say you don't like that, so anyway, I think that when someone communicates something to you that it doesn't make them feel good, we can't just say that's the way that I am. We have to be mindful to say, you know what? The way that I am is affecting you negatively. Mm -hmm. So what can I do to change? What can I do to make you feel better in any kind of ship, even in a relationship? So everybody wants to feel needed and everybody wants to feel like, "Mm, this person is never going to leave me. So make me feel good about like being with you. Like, hey, we ain't going nowhere. We're going to communicate, but we ain't going nowhere. Like we together. So I have a, go let, ahead. Let me just ask you this, but I think. Oh, some, now you're asking me <laughs> questions. Who is be, the host here? I'm just Because, <laughs> because my, in, in listening to you talk, 
something popped up in my head that said, you know, everybody is not ready to receive that, right? Everybody is not ready to receive that from whatever ship that they're in. So mm -hmm. you have to be willing, so I guess it's not a question, uh, it, you kind of have to not be prideful, right? Be willing oh, yeah. to receive what your partner or that person, even if it's a friend, is telling you. Mm -hmm. You have to um, not be defensive. Let your guard down, so to speak. <laughs> right? Correct. Um, and then you mentioned grow. Transparent. Very. Um, but I think that's difficult for some people, you know, to really bear their soul, right? And to be vulnerable. Yeah, because they see it as a sign of weakness. And so I can tell you now mm -hmm. that if I was dating someone mm -hmm. and they couldn't be vulnerable and be transparent and be open, they're not where my growth journey is. Mm -hmm. And I, if you don't have potential, right. because as women, we love potential. We love potential. Girl, he about to be the CEO. He the janitor. I'm on his team. I'm on his I'm team. On his side. Yeah, I, I, I'm shooting for him. You know? I am part of his journey. <laughs> yes. So it's just like we love potential. Yes. But now when you are in tune with your, I feel like now that I'm in tune with myself mm -hmm. as a person, as a woman, I know when you're not where I am mm -hmm. and I can let you go mm -hmm. and I can be able to communicate that because you're not going to make me feel bad for being open and vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to make you feel bad for being open and vulnerable. A lot of women will be like, you know what? He just too emotional. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. get a man who tells you how he feels. Right. Because then you can get the opposite and then he don't mm -hmm. tell you how he feels. Right. And then you can have female friends. Like we said ships, so we got to make sure we talk about the ships. <laughs> All right? of them. All <laughs> of the ships. So... If you have friends in your circle who mm -hmm. don't tell you how they feel and they have these expectations and you're not meeting up to them as well, then they'll always disappoint it. You're like, man, I called you. I called you three times this week. You didn't answer me. Yeah. What's going on? Exactly. Well, I just feel like you ain't. Oh, okay, so it took me calling you three times, texting you, not texting me back, you being dry to tell me how you feel. I think that you have to realize that there's a level of communication that you require at different stages in your life. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. old me, you don't answer me after three contacts. Cut off. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? It is you what it is. Cut it. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut, cut it. it. Cut it. Like, I'm not playing with you anymore, you know? But now. But the new me is like, do we have do we need to have a conversation? Exactly. Because I have the tools, right? But that's growth. That is the G word. <laughs> Sometimes I'm sick of the G word. I'm sick of growing. That's I'm sick growth. of being a bigger person, you know? But it makes you I mean, I can't well, I can't speak for you, but it makes me feel better, right? Because yeah. um and I've always been that person. I don't know, I've always been invested in my ships. Mm -hmm. Friendship, relationship, professional ships, family ships. Um, maybe to a fault, but the growth that you experience, maybe you keep somebody in your life now because there was a breakdown of com of miscommunication and we get past that and now yes, we're good. Let's talk about the breakdown of miscommunication. Mm -hmm. Nobody says anything, right? Man. Sometimes nobody says anything and everybody's heard and nobody said something, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, 
why didn't we speak up? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we're like, mm, it's better to be passive. It's better to be passive. You should know that I'm acting different. Exactly. Or you keep acting different, my pride going to come into play if I don't have the tools to put my ego aside, mm-hmm. you know? So that is, that was good, <laughs> Chastity. I'm, I'm gonna have to bring her. I'm gonna have to bring, bring Big Dog back. back. Come on back. Come on back, Big Dog. I forgot that's my alias. So if you see me on the street, remember you don't know me. No, I'm just, <laughs> just This is why I can't work with her one on one. She uh, brings these things out of me. Um, but I really and truly believe that you have to communicate what you need and how you feel in all of your ships no matter how that other person makes you feel like, okay, you keep you keep saying these things, but you're not changing. That's why I keep having to say these things because you're not changing to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm invested. Mm-hmm. And I know for me as a person, I give a lot to my ships. And I've learned that um, me as a person, I have such good, I'm not bragging, okay? Now, this shit just was thrown on me. I didn't know that this was going to be a part of my DNA. (laughs) It's who I am. It's who I am. But I make people feel good. I make people Mm -hmm. feel comfortable, and I make people feel close to me. And so I had to learn how to make that for good. Mm -hmm. I used to be like, I make people feel good. I make people feel comfortable. So let me get what I can get and keep it pushing. Mm. I've got Mm. my bags, and um, I I got what I needed. And I got what I needed from that friendship mm-hmm. or that relationship, and I'm going to keep it pushing. But now it's just like I'm mindful mm. because I'm, I'm mindful of the energy that I give in my ships. I'm mind, mindful of the energy that I give because I am the person that's going to be like, oh, you told me about your grandma. How your grandma doing now? Mm-hmm. You know, how your people doing mm-hmm. now? Like I'm, I'm mindful of what it is and what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And when I don't check on you, I feel like a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't I check on you? Same. Because I've been through all this shit. Mm-hmm. So, let me ask you something. Go for it. What do you look for in your ships? What feeds you for your energy and your well-being and your balance? What do you look for in your ships? And then, and does it change with your growth? Mm. That was good, wasn't it? I feel good about that question, okay? (laughs) Um, In my ships, and see, I'm having to widen the scope, right? Because we're talking about ships in general. Yeah, but Um, let's start with um, relationships. Well, well, relationships, like romantic? Romantic. Okay, so... Romantical. (laughs) (laughs) Romantical. Um... What do I look for? Authenticity, off that. Um, that's one thing I feel like I can really pinpoint if you're being genuine, if you're being real. Um, and do you feel comfortable with who you are? I think that comes across very quickly. Um, for me, it's a vibe, it's the energy. It's a vibe. <laughs> okay, that's go a ahead. Vibe. Yeah. <laughs> because energy festers, right? It's contagious. Mm -hmm. And I've always been big on chemistry. And it's the weirdest thing because with some men that I've dated, well, with all of the men that I've dated, it's been instant. 
which is why it's so hard for me to sacrifice that want or that need in a partner because it feels good. It feels good to click with someone, mm-hmm. um, to be able to kind of bounce off each other, even take take our relationship. We bounce off each other. It's, yes, it's we do. chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's huge for me. I mean, and that, that spans from uh, platonic to sexual to friendly. Like, it, it's all that wrapped up in one. But I had one guy I dated that we had the chemistry in terms of surface but not depth. Mm. And so to answer your question about growth, well, what does that look like, right? Um, I quickly found out or felt like the friendship aspect wasn't there. Mm. It was only relationship driven. And his, um, his actions were driven by our relationship. But when I needed him as a friend, well, what's going on with our relationship? It was, it was conditional based on what we were doing romantically in terms of showing up for me as a friend. Ooh, that's deep. So he couldn't switch avenues. So no. are you saying that if you get in a relationship, you have to be friends as well? 100%. For me, that's the only way. Moving forward, um, because you have my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. It's not conditional. It's not contract love, right? Ooh, cut. Chastity think I'm so funny, y'all. <laughs> this shit be good, and I and I get hyped. But it's not contract love, right? Because love and anger can exist in the same household. If you ask me, um, as a woman, it cannot. So you do have to be friends at the end of the day because you look for your partner for different things and and different aspects. Um, I dated a guy, and he was inconsistent. He never made me feel like I was a priority. Mm-hmm. So as a woman, and me knowing the things that I could bring to the table, that just made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And so I found myself for years being like, pick me, choose me, mm-hmm. like, see me. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's taking advice from mm-hmm. me, but not you. Like, you hear me, but... You just put me on the back burner. I'm like, I'm a fir- I'm a front burner, bitch. <laughs> Try and fucking blame me. Listen, slow and steady. I like you need to cook me all day, slow and steady. Okay. Simmer, simmer, <laughs> simmer, Hawkins. That's gonna be my new podcast. Listen, Simmer Hawkins is about to be my new Instagram name. That's okay. Name. <laughs> that is a stage name. Welcome to the listen, stage. Listen, because my love language is quality time. Same. So if you never spend quality time with me, you'll never get to know me on different depths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about my ships, is quality time. I'm not just there to have surface conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be your sister. Sis, sisters, don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but my friends are my family because mm-hmm. you are who I choose. So... When I meet up with you, it's not. I'm not talking about the surface. Like, exactly. girl, it's been cold for the. <laughs> if you don't quit talking to me about this shit, like, let's get this bottle of wine, and we're gonna have a conversation about your mental health, what yes. you're doing, what you're going through, your psyche, your psyche. So, I think that some of the things that I go through is, um, do you think you outgrow your friends? 
Let's go to Whoa. friendships. Do you think that you outgrow your friends? And and I'm and I'm gonna give you a little background of saying that. Um, I say um a lot, y'all, but just roll with me because I'm thinking. <laughs> shoot, my brain is like an old Macintosh with the green with the green letters with the block. You buffer. Okay, I'm you buffering. buffering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm a, I'm a buffer. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, I want to ask you: Do you think your friendships change? And I ask you this because I think that we all grow. And then you have your friends from high school. Mm -hmm. You have some that you move away from. Mm -hmm. And then you have some that grows with you. And some would be like, we've been friends for like 13 years. Mm -hmm. How can you not feed into our friendship? How do you make those old friendships work when you are constantly in different areas, in different mm -hmm. spaces to make new friendships? Um. That's a valid question, and it's funny because I feel like I'm kind of going through something like that with um, one of my closest friends, but I feel like we just, our paths just went left and right. Mm -hmm. um, and it's no bad blood, it's just where we are in life. Our interests are completely different now. Mm -hmm. um, our goals don't align. When you talk about the company you keep, and I feel like I've always been... Um, intentional about that company because I want to be uplifted. I want to be motivated. I want to be encouraged. Mm -hmm. And this one friend in particular, I just feel like she's not that for me, but she's been in my life for so long. Mm -hmm. um, so to answer your question, I think it's a, it's a mental health awareness check. Is this person good for me mm -hmm. for now or for where I'm going? Or maybe they were just good for where I've been where I was Ooh. Um, and it's it's tough to make that call because I'm not yet at the space to say I no longer want that friendship but I have no interest no desire to pick up the phone and call her okay no desire she no, she knows nothing about what's going on in my life right now so mm -hmm. how do you gauge that you know how do mm -hmm. you measure that when it if the guy that I was seeing right now proposed, I don't know that I would want her in my wedding. Mm. Because being a bridesmaid, I feel like you should have been there or at least know, right? You know, a, a different part of me, like the new part of me. Exactly. Because I sometimes feel like the old friends that come through and they'll, they're judging you off the new part of you and your new friends are like, Oh no! Like, me and me and me and me and Chastity, me and Bettina, we 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 good. We, we, look, 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 we start to stuttering. What are you talking about? Like that's the old Seriously. you. And so, yeah, that's true though. And I and I ask you that because um, I feel like I've outgrown a few of my friends, mm -hmm. and um, sometimes, if I could be honest with you all. I feel like I get tired of being the person always reaching out. Mm. I get tired of being the person that's always showing up. Um, when I say that I'm tired and I don't want to show up to something, it's nothing personal. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm choosing me. Yep. yep. Um, and yeah. I have to let you all know that I have boundaries now. Mm -hmm. Back then, I didn't have boundaries. I could come in on three hours of sleep and like, let's get it. What's I'm the coming. Plan? What's yeah? What's Where's the itinerary? Yeah. What we doing? <laughs> You know what I mean? I need, dude. I need to just take a little nap on the way on the way to where we going. All I you need to do is give me a, a thirty minute power nap, and I'll be good. Thirty minute power, 
and I'll be good. But I realized that people don't give me the same grace as I give them. Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel like when I give you grace Mm -hmm. to cancel on me, Mm -hmm. you don't see me the same way Mm -hmm. because I honestly think that social media, social media plays a important part. Mm -hmm. People will see me on social media having a good time, right? Have a sparklers coming to the section (laughs) with fire <laughs> and confetti. No fire. No fire. <laughs> no fire. No fire chastity. And it's just I'm in the city for a little while and I'm making the best of it. And it's not that I'm neglecting you. And then people get upset when I go home and I don't contact them. Well, they have to realize that I'm very intentional about where I spend my time. One hundred percent. I need people who pour into me. Mm-hmm. Because I am constantly pouring into so many different cups. I'm so, mm-hmm. I'm so focused on being intentional in my growth and making sure everybody around me is good. So I need to make sure your cup is filled and you fill my mm-hmm. cup as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't allow you to deplete me anymore. Mm-hmm. Where in mm-hmm. the past, I, I allow old friends and, mm-hmm. and other people to deplete me. And I'm not that person anymore. You can't be. No. Because it's just like I've seen the world and I'm by myself all the time. So I can't. So when I go home, mm-hmm. I know my family is going to pour into me. My family is going to give me a different kind of like my family gives me so much love that I feel smothered. Yeah. I mean, they be like, what you doing? And I'm like, oh, OK, we could go to lunch. Right. Well, we could go to lunch from 12 to 1. Right. But by 1 30, my family going to be like, where y'all at? What you doing? Right. Oh, oh, you with your little friends. <laughs> you with your little friends. What you came, come back. Yeah. What you came home for? You came home to hang out with your little friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I have to be mindful mm-hmm. of that. But it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I have outgrown them. Mm-hmm. I'm just on a different level. Respect my boundaries. If I say no, mm-hmm. it's no. And, and don't I make don't, me feel bad. Don't make me feel bad about it. And if no, it's no. And I shouldn't have to give a... um Justify? I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have to justify it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I do want to ask you this. Do you have white friends? Did you have white friends? Oh, that's a big question coming from Chicago. (laughs) I'll stick with y'all people. (laughs) Chicago's very segregated now. Mm -hmm. I talk about this all the time. Um, I do, especially even as a flight attendant. I actually have some flight attendant friends that are white, and my my homegirl, like she's one of my favorite. Um, and I think maybe my my background's a little different because I've danced my whole life, and so being in ballet and jazz and she a dancer, dance she twerk too. Listen, she twerk too, y'all. Twerk something, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy twerking and shit. <laughs> Sit down, cause I can't twerk like. Listen, Uh two-step, okay? (laughs) Two-step. But uh, from a cultural standpoint, I was exposed to a lot of different races uh, being in, like, dance academies and dance schools. So I feel like for the most part, I've always had white friends, um, a select few. But but I went to predominantly African-American schools in Mm -hmm. Chicago. So, I mean... Not, I, I would say not in my like teenage slash adulthood for the most part. 
Um, but like in high school, I was I was really cool with everybody. So I think I had a few. I wouldn't even call them friends though, associates. Mm. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Now being a flight attendant and just meeting so many other flight attendants, I definitely have a few. Yeah, do you? Um, <laughs> how cultured are you, Tina? <laughs> huh? First of all, I'm I'm conducting a goddamn interview. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get say what? I'm conducting the interview. Okay, goddamn. Don't get it twisted. But since you threw it back at me, I'm gonna answer it. <laughs> I ain't no punk. <laughs> I'm punk bitch. No, I'm here for the milk and cookies. <laughs> listen, ch- listen, I do need help. Chastity asked me every day, what's wrong with me? I said, I don't know. Seriously. I don't have the answers. You know, I think my mom was too old and I didn't get all her parts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get all the good parts of them. But um, I had a different background. Mm. I grew up around my cousins and my family and I got to high school, middle school, high school. And I started hanging out with white people because I was playing volleyball, basketball. Mm. But these white people were doing different shit than we was doing in the hood. Mm. Um their parents would come pick us up and not be like, oh, I picked y'all up last week now. We're not going to, I'm not doing it this week. <laughs> you know, where's she trying to go when I pick her up? You know, like my mom was like, I'll drop, you, drop y'all off, but I'm not picking up. I'm not going mm-hmm. to drop all y'all off. Every single one of y'all. And the white people was like, oh, oh just sure. Come. Sure, just come with us. You know, you can spend the night. You don't need no money. Yes. And and experiencing my black friends, I'm like, hey, y'all want to go do something? We ain't got no money. Our mama said we could go, but she'll drop us off. She ain't picking us up. So mm-hmm. now we need to come up with the plans for somebody to pick us up. Exactly. So that was different. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um. So I didn't start hanging out with these white people. And I'm like, this is different. They're at, like, their kids are a very big priority. Mm-hmm. Some of the mm-hmm. parents aren't working. My mom is working every day. I got a stepdad. I mean, he got this yellow truck. They knew he had this yellow truck with stick shift. He'll take us home, but all y'all can't fit in the cab so if it's what raining. What are you going to do? Yeah, and some of the yellow on the truck going to come off on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm done. <laughs> Chastity wants to leave me all the time. So yeah, I started hanging out with white people a lot. Mm-hmm. And if I could be honest with you, when I started my job at American Airlines and I started being in the world and um, being in the world and realizing that without my white friends, I did not have white privilege. Mm. Mm. So mm. if I could be honest with you all, um, an incident I was in I was hanging out with my white friends and the DJ didn't play my song so I went and closed this laptop so I told my brother-in-law I said I closed I closed this laptop he you, goes you went to the DJ booth and closed his laptop yeah I did I just I had to I'm sorry to intervene yeah, interject. Inter- I just yeah. had to make sure I understood yeah so I closed okay. the laptop and so um my brother-in-law was like I mean I'm surprised you didn't get your ass whooped I was like, yeah, you're right. I probably should have got my ass whooped. But I had privilege because I knew my friends wouldn't let me get in trouble. Right. They had family and power. Yeah. So I moved to Dallas. Mm. I moved to Dallas. I moved away from them. I kept in touch with a couple people. Um, 
or whatnot. But then I found myself standing outside of a club mm-hmm. in line, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at people that look like me and people that don't look like me mm-hmm. are going into the club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, Bettina, you know what? You black. <laughs> um, you black black. You black black. <laughs> My nigga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And so that's when I realized yes. that life is different. Mm-hmm. And so people will say, well, I got a black friend. But why do you have a black friend? Mm-hmm. Is that black friend... Um, and, and so this is, these are things that I'm evaluating. Mm-hmm. I'm evaluating why do you have this black friend? What? And I'm thinking about the things that my some of my friends have said or some white people say, uh, will say that I've encountered. They say, you're not like other black people. Mm-hmm. You don't talk like other black mm-hmm. people. Um, and, I, and I've never really thought about it sometimes, but I was like, what does that mean? Yep. That I don't talk like the other black people and I don't act like them. But in that moment of me hearing that, Mm -hmm. that was a sense of pride that I wasn't like other black people. Mm. I wasn't that get. Ooh, I'm being transparent. I didn't even know that was coming out. Listen, but listen, it wasn't. um, It it made me feel prideful that I wasn't like the people in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I knew how to go and be around people and act like I got some sense because my mom always Mm -hmm. said, "When we go somewhere, act like you got some sense." I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) But act like you got some sense. Don't go in here and show out. Don't embarrass me. Acting a fool. You acting a fool. Listen, she said, if you can't keep your hands to yourself, put them in your pocket. <laughs> I just want to let y'all know my hands stayed in my goddamn pockets, okay? <laughs> so, oh my goodness. the funny thing is, is that the things that I let my, fr- my friends get away with, mm-hmm. I don't let them get away with now. Yeah. I have to check them. I have to let them know that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You can't just say that you have a black friend and not understand my blackness. I um, taught a class and it said, um, it's hard enough being black in America, much less if they would know my religion. Mm-hmm. And this white lady was shifting in her seat and I said, well, you know what? I got time today. I'm going to see how she feels. <laughs> and I said, what do you think? And she said, well, I don't think it's hard having dark skin in America. I said, well, how can you tell me, <laughs> how can you tell this guy his truth if you don't have dark skin in America? Mm-hmm. Right? So that led me to be like, I don't have white skin in America. Right. So I can't tell you how it is to be white in America. I got an experience yeah. because of my friends. Mm-hmm. But then I quickly learned that I was black. I quickly learned that I was black when I walk in an establishment and they say, how you doing? What can we do for you? And they keep following me around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I got money. You're humbled. Yeah, I'm humble. <laughs> and I and I got so humble when I moved here mm-hmm. that my bias changed to where, and I'm not saying that my white friends were bad. Right. But I didn't meet other white friends like them to be like, I'm, I was like, I need to go with my people. Like mm-hmm. I'm going with my people because this feels like home to me Mm -hmm. they understand what i'm going through we're all standing outside this club Mm -hmm. and we're not getting in and everybody is getting in they told my homeboy you can't get in because your shoes too loud well you got on clean ass shoes but your shoes are too loud what does that even mean what does that mean (laughs) but everybody else is getting in that's a different color from us so it's just like it's not that 
I run from my white friends mm-hmm. now. It's just that I gravitate to what's comfortable for mm-hmm. me for now because my comfort when I tried to find different comfort in different white people, it wasn't there. Right, right. They saw me as another black person. Mm. They didn't need to know my background, mm-hmm. my accolades, anything like that, mm-hmm. my personality. Oh, she funny, none of that. They were just like, you just a black person. And see, <clears throat> it hit home for me when one of my friends, he's a, he's a white male, said, um, he came to understand his privilege when he was talking to a black guy. And the black guy asked him, um, when you get pulled over, you know, what is your response? What is your reaction? And he goes, well, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I'm like, oh, man, what did I do? Did I run that light? Did I um, change lanes without signaling? Um, and the black guy goes, but do you fear for your life? Ooh. do you fear that you might die? Mm-hmm. And he said he was so floored and humbled in that moment because he was like, no. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah, I'm thinking ticket or no ticket. Mm-hmm. And I am probably will get off without a ticket. It doesn't even cross my mind for a second. Correct. That this might be my last breath. And it was, it was a very teaching moment when he shared that with me. And he was like, and that's when I understood in that moment my privilege. Yeah, and that's how it is. And it's just like I'm not shying away from my friends and their stories, mm-hmm. but understand my story. My story is way different mm-hmm. now. When I come home, it's way different now. Mm-hmm. I see different things. I understand different things. And I feel, and I feel, and people say, well, you know, that wasn't a racist moment, but you can't tell me how I feel because that's my truth and that's what I'm living, right? Exactly. So you can't tell me what I feel. Mm-hmm. So um, I can't say I've outgrown them. Um, I can say that. Your your I, friends that are my, white? My white friends. Okay. I can't say that I've outgrown them. I can say that I do require a different understanding from them. I do require them to see me as a black woman mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. that doesn't have the same pull as them. Exactly. And how much power you have as a white woman to change the world and change the way things are. Because if it came down to it, right. and me and a white woman were having an argument in the parking lot, mm-hmm. if I was the victim, as soon as the cop pull up, yep. I am the suspect. Yep. You know? And it's just a narrative. And that's how it is in America. It is. And people say, America's the greatest country in the world. And I'm like, to me? I'm like, (laughs) bullshit. Yeah, no, it's not. No, because everybody wants to be black until it's time to be black. Exactly. You know? Yep. So I want to wrap up by asking you, in your ships, (laughs) describe to me, in your ships, at least with, like, two of your closest people. Mm Mm-hmm. What brings you close to them? What what makes y'all work? What what is something that you say, I got to talk to you every day. That makes me feel connected. That makes me feel balanced. Um, just two people in your life. Mm. You can even do three. Mm. Three of your closest no, people. I'm going to stick to two. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you go out there. I'm going to stick to those. Okay. Um, 
Well, the first person I'm thinking about is you that. Have, you don't have to drop their names, but you can. <laughs> well, Listen. if you drop their names. But I was going to say my sister. Okay. Uh, we yep. talk pretty much every day. And I think what keeps, what ties me to her is, first of all, we're very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I fall short, she rises. Ooh. And so my personality, I I move from a space of emotion. She moves from a space of logic. Ooh, come on. So she balances me in that regard. Because when I'm getting too close to something, I will literally text her, hey, I need to talk to you about this. Because I really value her advice and her opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... She doesn't pacify me. She's very honest and very transparent. Mm-hmm. And I think you need those type of people in your life that, you know, we've all had friends before um, or even family sometimes that's your yes man or yes girl. Yeah. Oh, no, you were right. You were right. You were right. You were right. Yeah. Quit, quit coming around here telling me I'm right. Shit, I know. In my mind, I'm like, I know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But as I get older... I find solace. I find peace in those friends that can tell me, nah, Chaz, big dog. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's the, you were wrong, and this is why. Mm-hmm. This ain't it. So my sister allows me to see things from a different lens, through a different lens. Mm-hmm. She gives me that different perspective, um, and she, she really does kind of just, that's the best way I said it, like where I fall short, she just rises and... I think the difference in personalities is what really keeps us. Um, because just because we, we have the same blood, we, we all know family family can be the, the worst one sometimes. They can be toxic. Tell me <laughs> about it. Okay? Yeah. So who's you know? your second person? Oh, my second person. Um, well, I, I guess I do have three. Um, you could do three. You don't have to name drop. <laughs> I don't want none of your friends Did to I fall talk out to with you. Every day? I wouldn't even say talk to every day, but know that you could go to them and get solid advice and just like fills your cup. See, because I have a few friends that I feel like align with my sister, mm-hmm. you know? So I would kind of throw a few people in that pot. Um, okay. The other person, one of the other people is actually the guy that I'm seeing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I went back to the old guy that I was dating and how I realized that there was no friendship, you know, it was surface, not depth. Mm-hmm. Well, with this guy, um, there is the depth, right? There is mm-hmm. that we are friends in every aspect of the sense. Okay. If I called him and said, I need you to pay my rent, Mm-hmm. No questions asked. He has my back. So that loyalty, mm-hmm. I think that's what um, really ties me to him. And we're and again, we're very different, mm-hmm. which is funny because in that relationship in the beginning, I thought we were very similar. Yeah. Then I started to grow in that relationship and saw, wow, we are very different. He challenging me, y'all. <laughs> he was challenging Chastity. I mean. Challenging. Um, but the loyalty, the sense of showing up for somebody, mm-hmm. I never question him showing up for me. Yeah. Um, if I need anything, so that reliability factor too, mm-hmm. and and the consistency. Oh, consistency is is key. Mm. So one thing about him, I don't like everything about him, right? But he mm. is who he is, and he's been that person since day one. He's very consistent in who he is, in his yeah. actions and his words. He doesn't switch up. Mm-hmm. So that kind of puts it on me to say, well, what do you want to do with this person? 
Yeah. Um, but he really truly showed me in my adulthood what it means to have somebody that can really differentiate between romance and okay let's put that aside what do you need from me yes how yes. can I help you help me help us how yeah. can I pour into you right mm -hmm. um and we use each other as as a resource so that's that's another one definitely y'all I almost cried because <laughs> I done met him and I done seen this <laughs> and um I don't think she ever broke it down like that you know, but I'm going to keep my opinions off this thing. Okay? Ooh. Um. Oh, but my third. Let me give her a three, y'all. Let me give see, her a three so see. I can get. Listen, I've been emotional for the next, for the for a couple of days because my little great niece is coming. So I've been emotional and um, I could cry off different shit and I don't really cry. But this shit right here. My eyes, something <laughs> happened to my eyes. They cross eyes. Somebody cutting like, onions. <laughs> looking like goddamn Forrest Whitaker. See, here's the thing. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I ordered a two-piece spicy, and then she came back and said, well, we got the three-piece spicy for the same price. And I said, well, let me get that. <laughs> let me get, ma'am, let me get my manager to clear that out. <laughs> but my third people, and I'm going to group um, in, in them and... One of my really good friends, um, her name starts with a P, but I'll put her like with my sister, um, P and B, Pam and Brittany, actually, I can say their names, Pam and Brittany, they're kind of in that pool with my sister. Mm -hmm. um, those are my homegirls, and they just kind of balance me, my go-to. But my third person is actually you and Yay, because, look at she crying, y'all, the tears are flowing. <laughs> but, but this is why. They're at the cusp. <laughs> that's how I cry my tears be at the cusp and my eyes get glossy y'all should see how she holding this mic she get on my nerves um, but talk that talk Tina and Ye <laughs> so Ye is the mutual friend that Tina referred to in the beginning of how me and her met but um Tina and Ye are the are the people that I never knew I needed right and so Ye was my roommate in training to become a flight attendant and instantly we vibed um, and that, that relationship developed, right? It grew. And then, then met, then I, then here comes Tina and I'm like, all right now. Yay. Who is this girl? Who is this friend? You know, the <laughs> and I felt the same way. I'm like, yay. Now I'm trying to be your friend. Now I got down. Say me, me chastity. I'm like, mm. you doing the most. I got, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Um, but when you talk about God making no mistakes and just, uh, placing people in your life for a reason. Um, Y'all are so easy to talk to, but so honest. And so honest with me, but it's a two-way street, you know? So these are my girls. I know what they're going through because when you talk about ships, especially friendships, sometimes it's one-sided, mm -hmm. you know? But I can talk to Tina, I could talk to Ye, and they they're not perfect right so they're kind of meeting me in that middle where we're trying to figure this out together Chaz what does this look like what does this feel like um just pouring into each other and learning from each other so uh definitely when I think about y'all loyalty just trust just um open communication 
Like we we drop jewels on each other all the time, and we like mm-hmm. we like taking notes, silent notes in our heads. Like, okay, hold on, what'd you say? Say that again. We are. We do that. But literally, can call on them. Hey, I need your advice real quick, right? Mm-hmm. And it just clicks. It works. And so um, sometimes that that friendship comes in a form that was unforeseen to you. So that that's why I say that, because now in this career, you know, and I'm based, y'all, in my hometown. So I don't really need to make friends, you know, outside of my friends that I have. Make me but, feel like I'm at home. But, no fire. But these are my girls. So definitely y'all are, um, I call them my people, too, like my person. Mm-hmm. Y'all, that shit just touched me. <laughs> I had to catch them tears. Y'all know I'm crying. I don't really cry, but I've been crying more in my older age <laughs> from joy. I've been tr- crying from joy. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can say what I require from friendship is transparency mm-hmm. and honesty. If you could come to me and talk about things and be authentic with yourself, mm-hmm. like that is good with me because I know I don't ask for a lie. <laughs> it's one thing to, you know, ask for a lie, but when somebody lied to you and you know they're not happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I will ask you as a friend, like, are you happy? And you be like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, you lying. <laughs> I could tell because I pick up on, mm-hmm. I pick on the people, pick up on the people that are close to me. I want to know everything about you. What makes you tick? What makes you be like, oh, I'm finna flip. I'm like, oh, shit, you finna flip the table, y'all. Go ahead on and get, go calm it down, go calm it down. You know, so when it comes to, like, the people I talk to all the time, my top two, I can't even say my top two people. Mm-hmm. My sister Tasha mm-hmm. I talk to all the time, but my sister, my sister Tasha, she's so honest, but Shan, my sister Shan, my sister's, um, Shan is more compassionate. Tasha is just raw. She gonna rip the scab off, and I'd be <laughs> like, "Well, I ain't, I wasn't ready for you to tell me all that, goddamn." So but okay, gonna, okay, <laughs> I gotta accept it. But Shan is very compassionate, and she's a sweet person. Um, and when it comes to my friendships, mm-hmm. I don't. Oh, let me let me say how I let me let me just let me just put this how I'm thinking it. I rate every friendship differently, but everybody comes in right when they need to be. Mm-hmm. So that means that I have at least five or six people in my circle that I enjoy. Like one of my friends, Tashika. She had, she's married with a family, but our communication is just way different mm-hmm. um we talk about everything she's coaching me she's you know we're encouraging each other she's telling me when she's down and i'm like man you married you got kids you got a family mm-hmm. but like she's been so transparent with me and she's like friend i don't think you should have did that i'm like well bitch i ain't call you because <laughs> it was at 7 30 at night and i and i respect your household exactly and i've got my longtime friend amber that I've known for so long and she is like I know you Mm. and sometimes I'll be like you don't know always know the real the new me Mm -hmm. I won't say the real but the new me so you just got to accept that Mm -hmm. too but I talked to her and um 
you and yay with this journey mm -hmm. talking to y'all and mm -hmm. like we'll have cry sessions and i'm like jesus i went trying to cry with these girls like i came here to do a goddamn job <laughs> jesus touch the hem of garments and change lives and let's just move forward but these women have changed my life like chastity will ask me a thousand what do you think i'm like what do you think i'm like chastity are you trying to come up with the lie i can help you come up with the lie but what is you what are you trying to do you know what i mean like this seems right to me and wrong but you know my right and wrong is different because chastity is a good spirit she's a really good person and so i'm like i can learn to be like you i have um one of my friends, Pam, she is, she worries me. <laughs> she gives me a different perspective. She always gives me a different perspective. I'd be like, all right, Pam, I wasn't trying to listen for a different perspective. <laughs> I need you to know that we finna roll up and knock if they bucking. She'd be like, oh, okay, well, thank you for telling me that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we're knocking the bucket right now. Like, damn. <laughs> Why are you trying to look at the other side? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my friend. Um, and don't feel bad if I don't mention mm -hmm. you. Because I still love you all the same. And everybody pours into me. My friend Brandy, she pours into me. She pours into my craft. She pours mm -hmm. into encouraging me on different levels. Like, I've been writing a children's book for as long as I can remember. And she always says, friend, get that podcast out. But don't forget to write in that book. Write that book. Write that book because I know that God's going to bless you abundantly once you write that book. And I'm like, all right, friends, so what you doing this weekend? Like, quit talking about this damn book because I'm not fixing to write it. I, I got different vibes. You know, I'm doing different things. You know, I can't balance the book and the podcast. But I'm so thankful for the people that I have in my life. Mm -hmm. And if I could tell y'all, I have realized that people are alone and it makes me upset. People are alone in this world mm -hmm. and they don't have people to check on them and they don't have people to see how they're doing, yeah. to do a mental health check. Today, this morning, I text my, a group of my friends, Tree, Brandy and Lexi. I said, let's do a mental health check. How y'all mm -hmm. doing? Yeah. You know, um, people don't have that. And I think we have to be appreciative. And sometimes we don't want to answer the phone. But answer the phone because you don't know how you're affecting others. Mm -hmm. You don't know mm -hmm. that people are just checking on you just to see how mm -hmm. you're doing. Because some people don't have that stuff. And we have to be mindful in our ships to just receive that love. Sometimes we reject it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, okay, we're tired. Okay, but you ain't been the first tired person in the world. Right. That's what my grandma used to say. You know, you ain't been the first da -da -da in the world. Listen. You ain't been the first pregnant person in the world. <laughs> yeah. So we all tired. I, we tired. <laughs> We're all tired. But you have to answer the phone and you have to step mm. up sometimes, even when you don't want to, because it's important. Because there is so many things that's going on in the world and going on with us mm. as individuals that we need someone to step up and see how we're doing. Yes. And when I tell you that my phone sometimes be dry as the Sierra Desert, and I'll somebody will send me something funny on Instagram, I say at least somebody thought about me today. Listen, I'm finna go to bed. Look, I'm finna go to bed at eight o'clock because ain't nobody hear my phone tonight. Tonight, <laughs> tomorrow, 
I might be live. <laughs> but tonight, Instagram <laughs> was where I was at. You know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. be mindful of when people are checking on you in your ships. Mm-hmm. Even when it's changing, have that communication. Be intentional about listening mm-hmm. to each other. Um, think about who the people are in your circle and what you need. I know that when I change and I grow, I need different things from different people. So I can't place an expectation upon you and you not know. So if I require you to check on me and you don't check on me and then I stop talking to you, that's my fault. Yes. Because I never told you how I felt. So you have to be willing to communicate. And so transparent in those feelings. Yes, and be transparent in those feelings. And if you pay attention, I remember one of my homegirls, um, her name's Lindsay, and my mom is much like this too. I'm very close with my mother. I remember this one time in particular, Lindsay texted me, or no, I'm sorry, she called me, and we just we had a really brief conversation, and the next day she texted me and said, hey, Chazaz, are you okay? I said, yeah, why'd you say that? She said, I don't know, something was off yesterday when I talked to you. Oh, yes. And, you know, what's crazy is I wasn't okay. And something mm-hmm. was off. Um, and the fact that she even picked up, I mean, literally our conversation was very brief, but it was, I thought I was jovial. And, and I know I was. I was like, hey, what's going on? But she, when, you are, when you've been friends and in someone's life for so long, instantly, she was like, something, it, it was placed upon my spirit because I felt like something was off. Yeah. But it spoke to the type of friend that she is. Mm-hmm. My mom would be the same way. What's, what's going on? I'm like, I'm fine, Ma. You're not, but I'm going to give you the space to, to, to be in that. Figure that. And then you come talk to me when you're ready. So be intentional. Be yeah. self-aware. <laughs> yes. Because I enjoy those friendships. Where mm-hmm. I know you ain't good. Right. I'm like, okay. Because yeah. I can tell you all, the old me, I will internalize something. Mm-hmm. And try to figure it out for myself before I bring it to anyone else. And even if I had a conflict with you, I will do that. So it's just like be intentional on learning your people, learning your friends, your all parts of your ship to know when they're off and they're not doing well. Because what does happiness look like? Man. If, if, If I look like I'm smiling every day and I'm cutting up every day on Instagram, that doesn't mean that I'm happy. Sure don't. So if I got on Instagram every day and looked like sad, like Eeyore, like, oh, today sucks because I had to go to work, guys. Not Eeyore. Eeyore, yeah. (laughs) Winnie the (laughs) Pooh. (laughs) (laughs) Chastity get on my nerves. Listen, you all would be like, well, is Bettina okay? Right. But y'all... Sometimes people won't reach out to you to see if you're okay. They'll just go back and forth with their people and be like, is she okay? What what do you think is going on with her? Yeah. How about check on me? Exactly. (laughs) See how I'm doing. How are you doing? And I learned that now that I'm intentional on seeing how people are doing, um, they're awkward. Even random people in the airport, they'll be like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. I'm doing good today. You know, so far so good. And I'm like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, but how you doing? Mm-hmm. And they be like, huh? Um, weirdo. <laughs> Move around. Okay. It wasn't until I went to another country. Um, I think it was, I think it was London. 
And they said, hey, catch me in the London. Hey, just London, 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 London. London town. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I was singing Drake. I was singing but I was like, Estelle. <laughs> oh, okay. Kanye. Okay, we missed that mark, guys. But go on, Chastity. I'm gonna <laughs> catch this me. Pete Co tell me he's broke. <laughs> um, catch me okay. in London. But <laughs> I knew, I knew. <laughs> they said in their lovely accents, um, in the U.S. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. She, Chastity's really good at voiceovers. Go ahead, do do your thing. They said in the if US, you're gonna be right, do we it. We are one of the only. They said. They only know, they've only heard that in the U.S. we we ask someone or we say in passing, "Hey, how's it going?" But we don't really care about how it's going. We literally, we literally just say it and keep walking. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. I had a, a conversation with someone in a in Harrods department store in London, and we we really unpacked that. Like, he's like, when I ask someone how's it going, like I I engage with them. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, work was really rough today, or blah blah blah. blah. And he's like. And it's like it's out of habit in that in the U.S. you go, hey, how's it going? And you keep walking. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that until he said it. And and I started to reflect and I'm like, facts like that's so true. I don't really care how it's going. I'm just saying it because it's normal. It's normal to say habit. Good. How you doing? You know, good. How you doing? Like, do not unload on me. (laughs) I know I had one flight attendant. I was like, I had a gut feeling to ask her how she was doing. I said. How you doing? She said, actually not good. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm not qualified for this Here we go. Here we go. You know, but I'm intentional now. Mm -hmm. And so when you turn into intentional on taking care of others and being mindful of and and aware, Mm -hmm. you approach people differently. So we want to close with saying, take care of your ships, man. Communicate. And let your ships know what you need. You cannot expect someone to have, to live up to your expectations that you never told them that you needed. Right? Mm -hmm. Check on your people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're going through stuff and they just need somebody to say, how you doing? Mm -hmm. What you doing? You never know how you could change somebody's life. Because as individuals, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not about you. It's not about you when a person backs off. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to tap in and be like, what do you need now? Exactly. What do you need? How can I be that friend for you? So I want to encourage you all to be intentional and be mindful and self-aware to check on your ships. Please do. Chaz, you got any closing remarks? Uh, I think Tina pretty much... Um, I think Tina pretty much wrapped it up there. All I would add is um, (laughs) protect your energy and protect your peace for sure. It's something I always say. I actually say that every day now. Protect your energy. Protect your peace. um, Allow people the space to grow too um, and not take it personal. Like Tina said, we have this I, I, I mentality. Well, what about how I feel? Well, how did that make me feel? Um, completely discounting the other person and what they may be facing uh, the challenges and so sometimes you just have to be there and show up for them how they need you to show up for them not Mm -hmm. how you think you should show up for them or how you think they should need you to show up for them oh yes that was cute chastity (laughs) oh we're gonna close it out 
thank y'all. Hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Tell Em Tina Podcast. You know where you can find us. Pull up on us. You already know. Hey, y'all have a good week and be intentional about um, tuning into your ships. Please. Tell them, Tina. Better tell them, Tina. I'm sure y'all are wondering where you can find Tell Em Tina podcast. You can find me on Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and iTunes. Tell your mama, tell your friends, tell your cousin them, tell a coworker, tell somebody you passing on the street, tell them to pull up on me. And you know, as always, I enjoyed y'all, and thank you for listening.